Now we got to worry about the anti-vaxxing fucktards that are going to create a, a mutant strain of COVID. Warning, all beer inside occasionally contains strong language, which may be unsuitable for children, unusual humor, which may be unsuitable for adults, beer drinking, which may be unsuitable for recovering alcoholics, as well as views and opinions expressed, which may be unsuitable for everyone. All Beer Inside also wants to remind you to always drink responsibly and to never drink and drive. I like beer cause it is good. I drink beer because I should. If there was a song to sing, I sing it and beer you bring. I drink beer when I am sad, cause the beer it makes me glad. Now there's nothing left to say, so let's go drink beer. Beer is good, beer is good, beer is good, it's not, beer is good, beer is good, beer is good, let's go drink some beer! Beer! Welcome back to the frequently infrequent show, All Beer Inside, uh, where it's a bunch of guys who get together and talk about beer. This episode is coming to you not so live from four different locations as we are all in isolation this evening due to the coronavirus. Coming from Casa del Carp or the Aquarium, there's myself, your host, Killer Carpidium. Joining me this evening from uh, the studio is Miss Mac- Mixmaster Phil. Miss Master. <laughs> Miss Master Phil. Miss Master Phil. <laughs> from uh, the Money Bank, we have C Money. Yep. And from Casa de Nom Nom, we have Mr. Old School. The call is coming from inside the house. In oh. my house. Okay. Uh, I mean, as long as it's not the new version of the movie, <laughs> it, which is, doesn't look that great. Coming from my office. Inside your Coming house. in your office. It's coming. Did, did you... See your- Bring down the almighty glory to Glortho. Oh, that's such a good episode. Five new pops. Oh, so good. Four, at least four of them are the Rick and Morty ones. I'm telling you right yeah. now. So this isn't the Rick and Morty pop program. This is All Beer Inside, where we drink beer and talk bullshit to each other. So we each have our own beers to drink this evening, because unfortunately we cannot be sharing beers in these times. For now, I'm sure program will be back to your regularly scheduled program sooner rather than later. So who's drinking what this evening? We'll start with Phil. I am drinking from our trip down to Dunham back in, I guess, January. Uh, the Grisette, the Grisette de Dunham. It's actually really fantastic smooth beer. I like it a lot. I gave it a 4.25 on, uh, on tap. See money So uh, in... Um Going with the coronavirus COVID-19 theme here, I got uh, a nice can that was created by La Brosse. Ça va bien aller. So all together, essentially, it's an India Pale Ale. Just saw it on shelves today. Haven't seen it before. So I yeah. figured it was quite... Uh, so the uh, Ça va bien aller, or in uh, the English term, is all together. It's a... It's have a binaler. I can't remember which brewery did it, but they released a base recipe for all brewers to brew and that a portion of the sales of those cans will be going to the food and uh, beverage industry to help restaurants survive while they're close to customers. Yeah, this is a worldwide collaboration brewed to support hospitality professionals. Yeah. Does it say what company did it at the bottom? Or? We're all in this together, hosted by other, uh, by other half brewing. That's it, out of the U.S. So 
for those listening, if you uh, see an altogether beer on the shelf, buy it. If not for you, buy it for a friend. Base recipe is an IPA for most, so check it out. Mr. Old School, what are you drinking? This comes from uh, courtesy of you. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, you did your beer run this morning. This comes out of Whitewater Brewing Company uh, out of Forster's Falls, Ontario. It's called Peanut Butter Shake. It's a milk stout, 4.5 ABU, thir- uh, sorry, 4.5 ABV, 30 IBU. It is one of my top two beers right now. And uh, you bought me six of them, and I will be devouring those six pretty quick. I've got from La Chambre Microbrasserie in Repentigny. They're pretty new. It's called Les Muettes. The picture is, for those of us who are Habs fans, uh, Rocket Richard got suspended for a game for a hit by the league, and there was a massive riot to bring him in. So the picture is kind of that, where it's the forum with a guy like a stick figure holding a Vivre Richard and down with uh, Campbell, basically uh, going after the history of the Habs and what it is. It's a classic IPA, very bitter, quite hoppy. Uh, for me, it's a three. It's very uh, 3.5. It's very tasty. Sorry, 3.75. It's very tasty. I'm enjoying this. I purchased it at Peluso. Uh, I, before I'd heard that they're doing their virtual... Mondial this year. They didn't have those. And I recently had the blonde, James Blonde from Microbrasserie La Brosse. And that was a very solid blonde ale. So normally myself, I find the articles and Kickstarters and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, unless I've assigned something. This time I decided to uh, be lazy and we kind of threw together this episode last minute um, because I wasn't sure when I was going to edit the last episode, which you would have heard prior to this one. Um, When I started editing it, took a while it was a long episode but right now people need content to consume you know what's disgusting when people don't prep for their podcast it's ridiculous you know it's just sad it's sad when you see that you know yeah and and my editing timeline is just ridiculous in three, uh, weeks. three months three I weeks mean, ugh, dude ugh. three weeks i'm just i'm just not used to being in such an unprofessional mm-hmm. environment that's yeah. all Anything else uh, you'd like to harp about? No, I'm good. Okay, cool. We're good. Just, just when is 450 podcast coming back? Yeah. Uh, when I when I lose another 100 pounds. <laughs> so to go back down to 450? Exactly. Ooh. I'm currently 600 at the, <laughs> my COVID. <laughs> I, I consider it my COVID weight. So then you'd have to lose 150 to go back to 450. Exactly. But that's math right now, and I'm drinking. It's not a good idea. Oh, okay. Because COVID uh, isolation math is different than regular math, right? Exactly. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I've unfortunately put on some weight back uh, on and not having a physiotherapist kind of sucks. So, okay, let's uh, switch things around and talk about some beers. So Phil posted an article from OregonLive.com. Old Town Brewing launches Brewer's Market, a beer drive through in Northeast Portland. Let's find out about this thing. It's by Andre Meunier. Meunier? That's a very French name. Very French last name, yeah. From the Oregonian Old Town Brewing on Saturday will host its first Brewer's Market. So the date of today's recording is May 16th. So it's as of today, from the sound of it. I guess it's a state that is not locked down? Uh, Well, the U.S. is open for business again, according to the commander in Queef. (laughs) Rick and Morty reference. single biggest terrorist on the planet, Drumpf. And we're not a political podcast, so let's get away from that now. So a weekly assembly of booths offering various breweries beers to go in a drive through meets farmer's market setting. Okay, that sounds all sorts of awesome. But just don't drink while you're driving. But it's Oregon, so fuck it. No, no, no. It's driving while under the influence. It doesn't say anything about drinking and driving. They say don't drink 
then drive. But what if you're drinking while driving? I'm cool with it. I'm just yeah. saying. I don't know what the laws are there. No, I so guess it's fuck it. C-Money had asked for drunk stories. It wasn't a so much drunk story. But when I was out west in Alberta, my cousin Wayne was uh, told me I could drink while he was driving. And being naive to the whole concept of other provinces have different laws, I cracked open a 40 and started drinking while he was driving on the highway. Thankfully, we didn't get pulled over. But, yep, that was uh, something my cousin convinced me to do out in Alberta. So it's thanks, a Wayne. bunch of horses and cows out there anyway. Yeah, so, no. yeah pretty much. And oil <laughs> oil patches that aren't being used. Yeah. Because well, worthless. Yeah. Yeah, oil's kind of worthless at the moment. Although the price of gas has been going back up, so I don't know if oil's so worthless anymore. Collusion. The owner, Adam Milney, said the brewery plans to hold the marketplace through the summer from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Saturdays in the parking lot of its brew pub at 5201 Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. The market will not be held at Old Town's Northwest Portland location. We were inspired to try and find a positive way for people to show their support for their favorite breweries. Milney said, Old Town and Friends drive through Brewers Market allows our community to visit their favorite brewers, lend a hand, and do it in a safe way. Customers will stay in their cars and drive past booths set up in the parking lot. They can speak from their car with brewers and other brewery representatives. Then they will place an order by phone and wait in a separate designated parking lot for delivery. We wanted to create a more engaging way to not only buy local beer, but engage with the community directly, Milne said. Okay, this sounds all sorts of awesome. And why don't we have anything like that? Oh, because we got really crappy beer laws in Quebec. But hold on. the I mean, people are still selling beer from these beer stores. If they had a bigger parking lot or they were in like a strip mall, couldn't they technically do it? Uh, no, because you have to physically grab the beers yourself here in Quebec. Whereas this is like, uh, you know how you picked up, you mentioned your Nintendo Switch story? Right, right. So this sounds more like that where it's like, here's my order. Here's my license plate. Pop the trunk. They put beer in your trunk from the sound of it. Yeah. That's fine. There's a little bit more to find out. Available beers will be displayed on booth signs and on menus handed out to cars. An online ordering site that went live Thursday morning is also available for those who want to pre-order or skip the drive to experience and simply pick up their beer. Breweries included to appear along Old Town the first week include Freemy Freem? E Freem? I don't know. P Freem family. Is this some sort of Elon Musk Grimes baby name here? I don't know. It doesn't have it doesn't have like wing ding and emojis. Yeah. So wing ding emojis numbers. Yo, if that kid is not a massive drug addict at twelve, I'd be super surprised. You mean in Texas? Yeah, man, that poor kid. That poor kid. And I'm Grimes. Poor, it's all Grimes' fault. Poor stock prices because he's an idiot. Poor stock prices. Okay, uh, so the Family Brewers Gigantic Brewing Boyo Beer Company. Boyo Beer Company, I like that name. Stormbreaker Brewing, Rubens Brews, Rogue Ales, they're pretty popular, and Reverend Nat's Hard Cider. Subsequent week's lineup will be announced later, Milne said. The farmer's market was really the driving force, Milne said, and having it in cars allowed Old Town to create a single stop where people can come say hi and support a multitude of breweries at the same time, all from a safe and structured distance. Milne also said pedestrians and cyclists are welcome as well and would be interested in, sorry, interested, I'm a bitch. <laughs> you'll get, you'll get <laughs> interspersed. Interspersed between the cars. He said all proper social distancing protocols will be respected with cars being at least six feet from the booths and organizers requesting that customers wear masks. Milne said the response was enthusiastic when he floated the plan to the breweries and he thinks he won't have any trouble filling 
the marketplace lineup through summer. I just called them and said, hey, this is the idea I have. And they were like, we love it, Milne said. It took two seconds and they were just like, yes, let's do it. Now he's just waiting to see if the public is, is as excited about it. The big question mark is, does the consumer want this? He said, is this something they find valuable and appreciate? Uh, I would love something like this. I'll bring this out to the panel, you guys. It makes sense. I mean, you know, given, I'm sure even if this is an open state or whatever, they're still uh, going by those physical distancing laws and most probably will have to wear masks. So people are going to drink beer. You got to get beer to them. And these stores are going to adapt. All I think all businesses are going to adapt, but specifically these beer stores. If I can pop open a trunk, order my stuff on a phone, you throw it in there. I'm good, man. I'm happy with that. Yeah, especially like pay online with credit card. You don't have to pay for a delivery service or anything. Um, and the, the way the price of gas is right now, it's so cheap. I would absolutely love something like this. I mean, it's not like the St. Eustache flea market is happening. Why are we getting all the Quebec microbreweries to head out to St. Eustache? And, uh, but then you're killing off Transbrew, which is like the big delivery service here in Quebec. Uh, and I know like Ottawa and stuff, they're delivering for free if you spend a certain amount. I think most of the rest of North America except us because we're some backwards caveman planet here. See money, Phil? It, it, I don't know. It just sounds like fun. You just take a drive and pretty much like just go beer shopping at a, at a parking lot. I mean, I'm sure it's really fun for the um, the people working at the breweries as well because it gives them an, like the option to go out and actually chill out at the parking lot with, with other brewers and, and, and workers there. So it's like their weekend activity at this point. Yeah, the way, the way I see it is kind of like the, uh, the Orange Julius on carry, right? So like everyone pulls into a, a place to get their, you know, their beers uh, and then as if they have their own parking sections for their car that are equally spaced, like properly spaced, you can just kind of pull up and chill out and enjoy the vibe and maybe even... Uh, uh, probably not the best to drink because <laughs> you'll be driving, but you know it's kind of kind of like that type of social social gathering without actually being out there. Yeah, I'm sure the cops are like sitting around there, like whatever picnic benches might be sitting around after. It's like even if you and your buddies are all at like four different corners of a large picnic bench, the cops are going to be like, "Okay, they've had a beer. Let's see if they okay. They're not getting in the car yet. Oh, oh, we got the first guy. Do 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 do. You know, and and it's Oregon. Obviously, isn't a huge city either the cops i'm hoping are a little more a little more lax and just given the fact that everybody's been stuck in their apartments or houses for two months you can go and have a beer nobody's gonna die like i I, think you know what i mean like i don't think it's the end of the world tonight on cnn 400 people so uh was it uh longest streak of non-vehicular deaths in new york city in 37 years a pedestrian. I don't think it was non Well, yeah. Like uh, a vehicle running over a person. Yeah. It's the longest streak ever in 37 years. Yeah, but they'll just come back twice as hungry when this is like back to normal. They're like, oh, we got to make up some ground. Yeah. Yeah. Hit all the and, fucking people oh, oh, from outside hey, of New York. Oh, that guy's a little, it's going to be all the cabbies. That guy's a little yellow skin. <laughs> oh, sure that's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> all I want to do is hunt a wild turkey because apparently they're in backyards around here now. What? I, I want to eat a wild turkey. I want to hunt one down. What do you mean, like, okay, in the city? Wait, yeah, not yeah. in the city. They're, they're running around in Verdun. Like, uh, I'd love to fucking catch and eat one, man. Okay, so those are geese on the waterfront, not turkeys. No, no, it was a legit <laughs> yeah, turkey, dude. <laughs> I have a photo. Geese. 
sucks. Yeah, what was it? Uh, the picture? It's like, oh, murder hornets? Have you not heard of the Canadian flying cobra? <laughs> it's like a geese attacking people. I want to see old school kill and gut and prepare. I That's want to take exactly turkey. my point. Yeah, that was, that was my. From point. What I've heard, they're a big gamey, but like the meat is good. No, but like, I, I are you ready to go inside and get rid of all the the rip off the feathers? Yeah, yeah. Um, the um, can you can you bring it to a butcher and let him do that? You're just gonna walk down the street what? with a fucking dead turkey in your yeah. hand. Yeah, I'm like, yo, cut him up. Yo, social distancing, but can you do this for me? Yeah, I no, totally I'd call see. him up first. I dump, you know, I dump him in the back, ring the bell, walk back six feet. Well, first you got to catch the turkey, right? Yeah, done. It just consider it done. I'm a master. Right. <laughs> I think it's why, fucking why do I see old school on the ground crying and the turkey just like pecking him? Yeah, it's like it's killing. <laughs> well, killing I, I figure I can nail him with my car. <laughs> Yeah, sure. If if, he, if uh, I'm I'm sorry, wild turkey. If you're in the middle of the street, you're going down. Oh, <laughs> you like your the, meat. The, the, the turkey's all fucking got like Quebec road rash on it. <laughs> it's like good year. <laughs> fucking oil from yeah. the car. And, <laughs> it's mm. stuck in a, in a in a pothole. Yeah, tasty asphalt. Rolls yummy. through a, rolls through a bunch of uh, just like discarded masks. And it's shit either that or I cut the turkey off in baseball bat to the head. And then drag the fucker in the back. See, and that's when it turns into like the chicken fight where you guys are just <laughs> yeah, exactly. Peter versus the chicken. You guys are just battling all through the city. Somehow I, I could see myself jobbing to the turkey. Like he gets a cheap shot in. Well, you, you swing at the bat. Turkey pecks ducks. you in the balls. Yep, pecks you in the nuts. You drop the bat. Turkey picks up the bat. Thud, thud, thud. And then old school's all unconscious. And Bones is like, you lost to a turkey. That bone leaves you for so, the turkey. Yeah, we're done. The th- and the thing is, too, like they're wild turkeys, so they obviously have better cardio. You got to consider that. How are they wild? Where did they come from? I don't get. They're this. just running around. They're in the forest and shit. They fuck around in the forest and they come out. They're wild. So, how is it that like we've lived here our whole lives and never seen a wild turkey? And I've seen one. Time? We've seen one when we went up north. I saw one. Not 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 true at all. Yeah, no, I told you. Remember, I pointed it out, and you said, "Yeah, you're fucking idiot." <laughs> you mean the geese? I, no, not a fucking <laughs> geese, dude. It was a wild turkey. I saw him. You were in an IGA, and it was fucking in the frozen aisle. Exactly. Oh my god, dude! I'm no, I'm getting pissed off now. No, I'm <laughs> telling you, me. I saw the fucking turkey. Sure. <laughs> Wait, is is wild turkey a brand for? Isn't a wild turkey yeah, a brand it is. of whiskey? It's uh no, it's um or is it a bourbon? Or something? Bourbon, no. no. Yeah, bourbon. Yeah. So, did you experience lost time when you saw that turkey? Uh, no, I just, I'm just like right away. I want to eat it. Like, I, I, I haven't had wild turkey. I want to try it first, and okay. then if I get a taste for it, I want to start hunting it. <laughs> I don't think you could pull the trigger. I could do it. It's a turkey. Nobody it doesn't have feelings. It's a turkey. It's meant to be eaten. Like, if I'm shooting a dog, old yeller style, I'm gonna fucking lose it. But if it's a turkey, I'm like, yo, you're dead. I'm eating your ass. And COVID Alex 20, Jones style. COVID twenty starts at old school's house by him eating a wild turkey. Yeah, fucking right. He's starting his own wet market. <laughs> oh man, we're done. Yeah. So you mentioned Alex Jones. Did you hear? Apparently, he's come out. He's like, oh, it's a character I play. Uh, it's because he's getting sued by the um, the Lakeland, Florida. Uh, he got sued parent. by everybody. I mean. It, didn't he say Sandy Hook was a work? Oh yeah, he thinks it's all. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, oh they're they're all uh, they're all actors, and and so he's like, oh um, it, it was an act, and I was um I was uh, under the uh, they were playing with my brain, and 
uh, it was like survivor's guilt, but not survivor's guilt. I'm like, okay, yeah, I hope you lose everything, Captain Info or Retard. <sighs> uh, you know what? Say what you want about him. He's entertaining. He's, he's a, character. a complete nut job, but he's, I find it hilarious. Yeah. But he does approve of this message. Beer is good and stuff. Sorry, a beer is good and stuff. Drink the beer. Sounds like Vince McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> Such but Alex shit. Jones does kind of sound a bit like Vince McMahon. Yeah, he's, he's a fat McMahon. He's a Vince McMahon with jowls. All right, so we got a tournament coming up as well. So we're just going to go straight to the Kickstarter. We're going to do the tournament, uh, the Kickstarter, and then the tournament. Uh, after the Kickstarter, we're going to grab, I don't know if you guys are ready for a second beer yet or not. Yeah, I've been down. This, I mean, peanut butter shake is my beer right now. That and the Gahan blueberry ale, my two faves. So I'm yeah, was, done. they didn't have any at the time. That They had uh, some do, strawberry sour from Whitewater there. I didn't grab it though. Uh, I, I appreciate you giving me the, the six peanuts, uh, man, because dude, yeah, I figured I was going to have to wait till hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, hey, for the six hey. It was funny. The second I said it to see money's going <laughs> to yeah. fucking say something. I Anyways. mean, I do have six penises, but oh, no. six only, dildos. Okay. Only like one the issue of uh, fucking penis. Yeah, only one had gonorrhea, so we're good. Anyways, okay. dude, uh, yeah, shout out to you, man, because I wasn't expecting to be drinking this for a while. Oh well, yeah, if honestly, if there wasn't, if there wasn't face masks to go pick up, then we wouldn't have. Although uh, I hit giant tigers, what would be the equivalent of states? Giant tiger, Kmart, Kmart. 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 Uh, but there's a frozen food section. They have a make your own donairs. Now donairs are something out of the Maritimes that are apparently awesome. So uh, future report on homemade donairs. I'm I've had it them. and I've had it. And one thing, bad idea is to have them put the sauce on before you leave. Like if you're leaving with it, put the sauce on the side because it seeps into the bread. But it's almost like one of our, ah, um, oh, fuck, uh, one of our pitas, but it's like a very sweet kind of sauce. It's almost sugary, a bit like it's an interesting mix. Like I would definitely repeat, but I wouldn't put the sauce on before I left. Oh uh, well, no, these are homemade. It's a homemade kit. It's like throw together your own type thing. So the yeah, hell's I'm, a little nerve. Like it's like a shish tauk. Yeah, with like a frosting. It's fucking weird. It sounds weird. How do you spell it? D o n a i r. So it's it, uh, it almost tastes like the shish tauk, and you put like a an icing on it. So it's like a pop tart. I I don't know how to explain it other than that, but it works. It tastes okay. interesting. Yeah, I'm seeing it here: sweetened milk, garlic powder, white mm. vinegar, six penises. Mm. <laughs> Sweet wild turkeys, heavily spiced wild turkey. Large. <laughs> you know who milk. sells like wild turkey game? Like I want to eat it. This literally first... looks like they jizz on your fucking like <laughs> gyro. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a fucking gross picture. It looks like splooge on top of fucking. <laughs> no, I, I get that. It does look like splooge. Especially, it's a pita. No, it's basically a pita, but the, yeah. the meat doesn't look like regular meat. It almost looks like meatloaf. When so I they... had it, it was in a sub, but yeah, but it's the same like a shishtaok. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have a make your own donair thing, so I'll try that. It was on sale. <laughs> so they'll case... charge you for the meat, the pita. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Anyways, worst case scenario, well, worst case scenario kills me, but best case scenario, it's delicious. Uh, we'll oh. see. It's, it's going to throw you off at first, the taste, because you don't expect it to be sweet, but it, I found it worked. Oh, hopefully. I mean, at this rate, I don't think I'm ever going down to uh, New York State ever again, so maybe <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll take a drive out east uh, this fall if it's uh, permissible. Or you can nope. go... 
in the village, apparently there's a doner place. In our village? Yeah. Huh. Cock meat sandwiches. So maybe they'll be fabulous. So, so next time we go to a IWS show, we can probably swing bar. Yeah. Well, the next IWS show, no matter what, is supposed to be at either Club Soda. Yeah, it's supposed to be at Club Soda, the next big one. Okay. So maybe old school will go because he can escape out of multiple exits. If if there is an upper balcony, I will go. Uh, There is (laughs) an upper balcony. This is IWS. Doesn't matter. Uh, I I felt safe. They went to the upper balcony last IWS. Then as long as there's an emergency exit close, I'll go. (laughs) (laughs) It was funny because they went up, and then that guy we know who hosted that uh, that trios tournament in Chattagee. Remember that guy? Yeah. So he actually helped the wrestler like keep his balance before the wrestler did the dive at that show. And they've been posting stuff, and I'm just like, oh, there's C Money. Oh, there's Carp. Oh shit, there's. There's Big, rest in peace. Oh, shit, there's another. There's Scruff at IWS. So International Wrestling Syndicate is posting their stuff on Facebook. Check it out. You'll get to see us. Now, off to Indiegogo, also provided by Phil. This Can I just funding. say real quick that the image looks like two fucking, like, way too young girls are in that <laughs> yeah. hot tub. Yeah. yeah. You shouldn't be drinking beer because they're underage. That's that's the reason. Oh, well, let's mm-hmm. see. Yep. What's the drinking age? Let's find out. This is Belgium. Belgium. I'm going to say it's 16. <laughs> it's like 12. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's legal drinking age 16. All right. So that even makes, though they're underage. Uh, hard alcohol is 18. So beer wow. and wine is 16. Consumption has no minimum age. Legal age to purchase spirits is 18. Consumption has no minimum age. Okay. <laughs> so good beer spa. The first beer spa in Belgium. Beer is loved throughout the world. Did you know that so people bad. in the Middle Ages took a bath in beer? With multiple benefits to mind, body, and soul. What's in the middle of that Venn diagram? A beer bath offers a unique pleasure, as beer is rich in minerals and vitamins, good for hair and skin, and helps ease your mind and body. This and much more you will find the good beer spa. Experience the unexpected pleasure. Bathe in a wooden tub filled with water, beer, hops and other natural ingredients. Enjoy unique aromas while you soak at 30 to 7 degrees Celsius and let the air jets relax your muscles. Serve okay, your own cool. glass of beer straight from the tap next to your bath. I was imagining that they're drinking the, uh, straight from the bathroom. <laughs> they just put a straw in the tub. Play yeah. room for one to two, three to four, five to six people is at your disposal for one hour. Claim your pre-lounge discount now. Good beer spa. Okay. Interesting. Can't be any worse than a regular spa. I mean, for beer lovers. Uh, so... At this time, as of recording on May 16th, they have 23 days remaining. They've raised, so it converts to Canadian. I guess a G, I'm assuming a geo locates now. They've raised 3,516 Canadian dollars on 13 backers, which is 23% of their flexible goal of $15,114. I don't, I don't understand why that's so low. So the very first beer spa in Belgium. So it looks like they pretty much already did a quick breakdown of the article, so we could just skip it. 
Ah, here we go. So for the location, after a long search, I found the perfect location. It's right next to the Madu Tower in the center of Brussels. The necessary documents have been signed. An interior architect is working on the plans to install the beer spa and the flagship store in its lo- in this location. So the rates are what it costs. Oh my God, it's not cheap. Okay, so for $8 <clears throat> Canadian, you get an exclusive thank you. Mail. Mail. So that, that's, <laughs> right away, that's a big fuck you. Oh my God. So the first one for $136, you get, it's called First Bird, One Two Person, One Jacuzzi, One Hour. So that's like so old school get, and his turkey in the jacuzzi. Yeah. yeah. Cooking. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight out of the 15 have been claimed for that. Next is one or two persons in one jacuzzi for an hour for 145 So that's actually not too bad. $9 more. It's an, what's the first? Oh, I guess the because early, it's an early bird. bird, right? There's okay. only 15 of them. Yeah. So if you get an early bird special, okay, that you get 22% sense. off instead of 17%. Yeah. Off. <laughs> okay. So the second one is 145 Canadian. 5% uh, discount. One to two people in a jacuzzi for an hour. Keeps going. So first person, two person, two jacuzzi, one hour, 157. And then 168 for the not early bird. Early bird, three to four people, two jacuzzi, one hour, 214. Uh, Non-early bird, 227. So what's the big one? Big one, 12 times. You get the one to two person, one jacuzzi for one hour for 1,372 Canadian. So that means you still got to get yourself there. Yeah, but I mean, this is this is obviously selling to a local market. It's not yeah. like they're pitching to Japan. Uh, you know what? Like from the actual commercials, this actually makes sense. Mm-hmm. And and av- like I I frequent getting a massage when things were normal every other month, and it's usually between a hundred and a hundred and twenty bucks. Like it's comp- company subsidized in my case, but like it's usually in that price anyways. And so they're saying 140, I think, what was a 136 or 145? So yeah, it's 145 is the non early bird. So I mean, so def- 145 for two people for one hour in the jacuzzi. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, say- it's, it's unique. It's there. There's not somebody doing work behind it, like a massage, like someone's actually doing physical work the whole hour. Whereas this, it's basically like here, get in the bath and we're going to throw some hops in. And then the question is, do you get, free beer with your bath or is it like on tap where you, every beer you take you have to pay extra it doesn't sell you uh belgium is known as the homeland of high quality beers we are currently negotiating with different breweries it will be a light blonde beer most likely you have access to this okay so you're drinking the beer that they're putting in the in the the bath essentially the same yeah except you're not drinking yourself no no, you're well, what was that? So, like, do you get what double that from the, the Simpsons? Uh, it's probably like a three to four percent light blonde. But you got to figure, like, your skin absorbs water when you take a bath, right? Mm-hmm. You get all pruny and shit. So, like, yeah. if it's absorbing that with beer, mm-hmm. by extension, are you automatically getting yeah, you might a level getting of drunk? Drinks. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're in a hot tub, you get drunk faster anyway. Yeah, that is Just true from the heat. Mm-hmm. Good beer spa does not include a sauna, and the water is at body temperature. Like so I, I don't get the why they're being so specific when it's not even open yet. Like the last five minutes, you have to do I this. The that. last ten yeah. minutes, like the the guy who's selling this has never sold anything in his life, unless it's already based on another beer spa that's out there. But Maybe also, there's no other there's no other services that they're selling. Like C Money was talking about the spa before. It's like all included. You get massages, pedicures. This you're just gonna sit there and take a bath. Like they're gonna want other stuff. Check out I, like website. I, I, well, I, I mean, would I would say this would be something that uh, existing 
people could maybe like create in their own spa already add this kind of beer tub to their spa as an again added thing but i don't know if people would go specifically for this one thing like take a bath and fuck off you got to attach this to a brewery (laughs) yeah yeah a brewery that brews its own beer you can have like private parties where you're just kind of going in and chilling and relaxing it's like not in the main floor area where everyone's you know grabbing their beers Mm -hmm. but it's like a relaxation and then afterwards once they're all cleaned off they come down to the bar and drink some more of whatever you know on house make it like a vip thing exactly yeah see yeah so there you go sorry fucking brussels guy but uh, (laughs) this ain't gonna work you gotta partner with a brewery i'm curious to see because they they mentioned everything but they don't specify like a shower afterwards no they did they did they did yeah, they said like your your skin might be sticky after the the bath, so they offer showers. Okay, but even then, like, are you gonna are they gonna change the water every time, or are you gonna use some someone's recycled beer piss or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, well, I, I guess there's a drainage system like any shower, right? So yeah. they must have a period of time between sessions where they can like I don't know if they have to scrub it down or whatever. Like once it's drained, if they they do some kind of hygiene shit for the next person but then it takes time to fill up and like i don't know how much beer to water ratio they're actually doing here do you know how much water they're gonna fucking waste like they don't mention anything but possibly like cleaning or recycling the water well there is a thing about uh two percent of it going towards planting trees in brussels but heating costs a lot the idea is to generate the energy through solar and small windmills on the roof that's pretty pretty solid because if they have a water filtration thing in the same place, then to save themselves money in the end, you know, to kind of go green, that would also be another good thing. Well, I guess my question there is, does it have to be filtered water for it to have the right reaction with the hops to give you the benefits of this type of bath? Or can it just be like tap water? I think it's just yeah. beer. I think there's dump, there's pouring beer. It could also then, be like that's crazy expensive, yeah. then, right? When beer that's it, like for them beer, to, as a um, yeah. like the operating cost, you're, yeah. you're saying a tub for two people. Yep, that's like fucking a hundred beers, mm-hmm. if not this, more. This could also be deceiving because it it could be the beer that doesn't pass quality control, right? So because yep. they say, oh, it's the same beer being served in a keg next to you, but it's not mm-hmm. necessarily necessarily saying that it's the same quality of beer serving next to you. So you could be you could be bathing in Wildcat, but you're actually drinking a high quality beer. <laughs> just come out as an it. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I just had my Wildcat bath. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Just uh, your full like suit all of a sudden just turns into a wife beater and in jokes. the middle of Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one redneck in Belgium. I mean uh, the the idea is not bad. Yeah. Yes, I just don't know all the operational stuff. Like, it, but it sounds like the guy who's running it doesn't know it either. Like he uh, he's kind of weighing it. Yeah. I think so, he's he's doing the marketing behind it. This like, feels this feels like here's a, here's an early bird like advertising thing. I I don't I don't understand his ask though. His ask his goal is only fifteen grand. I don't what think the there's an ask. Do, yeah, it, think, their their goal is fifteen grand. A, yeah, it's a flexible goal, so it can actually no matter what the funds get used. So I think it, he's just he's just uh, raking up some pre-sale. Yeah, exactly. he's he's coming out with this. He just wants to advertise and get some pre-sales. Is there like a lowest goal amount in? Uh, no, just whatever's back to it, they get. Yeah. So whatever money that they get, so it's literally uh, a pre-sale. So they're getting this the three thousand five hundred sixteen dollars for sure. 
We also have it in French, uh, Netherlands, or yes, because this is Europe, and, and they Spanish. don't they don't argue and they don't get anxiety over their language issues. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, so I love the idea. Mm-hmm. It's just like I think we can make it better. Like if you had added this onto the Brewdog Hotel in Columbus or the one in Scotland, I think Stone in California is making a, a beer hotel. This has to be a gimmick that comes with an experience. So it's you're going to go to a like you said, beer hotel, brewery. You're already in the mood for drinking beer. This is like an add-on gimmick, and that that's the only way I see it working. But the the idea of a beer like full beer hotel with this type of perk and like all kinds of different experiences that you can throw together, right? Like you can have a cinema where you're watching movies with like specialty beers on tap you can have like different lounges and different experiences across the board within the hotel itself like that's the package deal that you have to go for just on its own i mean i don't know like as as guys drinking beer who are open to trying stuff would you go with like the people on this this podcast and just go sit in a hot tub for an hour in beer and then just like okay now what are you inviting us to share a bath are you are you saying you purchased a jacuzzi and you want us to bring over a bunch of two fours to? Yeah. Are you saying that your your uh, pool this year will be just filled with beer? Well, it, it is hot enough, but that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like I'm, it's a, it's a rhetorical question. Like, would people actually do that? Like, would you guys actually do that? Would that even be something of a comfort level for you to even want to do with your friends? Well, I mean, you know, we're it's not like we're we're walking around balls and cock out or anything. Yeah, I'm assuming balls and cock out. <laughs> balls and cock. Can you have only part, like one of them? <laughs> well, yeah, it's just the I'm, balls. I'm only going um, in cock out. I mean, only balls. Yeah. So balls so let's say you're wearing a, a slightly looser speedo, and then your balls are low enough, and then your balls slip out, but your cock's still in in speedo part. Then this is weird. Balls in cock. Uh, to me, balls in cock out's okay. Yeah. All right. So the top part of the okay. uh, old old school is all about the shaft. Yeah, I don't know. For me, I do it once, but the more like probable situation is I I would get like a coupon as a gift, like a Christmas gift or something, and then you have to figure out okay, so when do I actually want to go to this? Like you gotta have some strong ass shampoo or some shit. Yeah, like, no, no, that's that that's, shower right. You're yeah. reeking of fucking booze. Yeah. Um, sir, where are you coming from tonight? Oh, the uh, good beer spa. Have you had anything sure. to drink? Uh, no, no, no. Sure? <laughs> well, it, sh- it shows that you're you've got a ten on the fucking. Yeah. <laughs> well, sir, um, I just plugged in and turned on the breathalyzer, and yeah. you're at a yeah. 10. It's like a guy conomer or what is it? It's a Geiger counter or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it tracks you. <laughs> but uh, how is a ten possible? I thought like point. What is it? Point three two is pretty close to death. Yeah, you're a ten. Yeah. How are you alive? <laughs> we can smell you from a block away, sir. <laughs> You'd actually smell like a wino. Yeah. Uh, or a biro. Yeah, biro. That's just, uh, you know, an alcoholic in general. Okay. Uh, I mean, sounds like a resounding no uh, for this support. But the idea, if we could, I think, make it our own, would kind of be a yes. I'd do it once. I'd do it once. To me, it would be it would be part of an experience, uh-huh. then I would do it. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, if I'm in Belgium and it's like, oh, hey, yo, there's this beer spa and we have like a discounted rate, I'm like, yeah, sure. So I look, got an hour they, to kill. They they got a minimum partner with someone that serves waffles. <laughs> well, they're in this I, I want beer and waffles. Hot tub. <laughs> beer and waffles, right? Like you're in fucking Belgium. It's like the capital of waffles. I think these. This is meant for yeah. They're 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 kind of missing their mark because 
this is it's meant for like tourists. Yeah. This is like a tourist, like tourist trap is, big time. Yeah. This is like, what is the most Belgian thing that you can make happen there? I want fries. I want waffles. I want a Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Here they got to do the, the poutine jacuzzi. <laughs> Here, <laughs> fucking just boiling hot in. gravy, just fucking, <laughs> boiling yeah, just gravy. throwing cheese curds in there and shit. <laughs> they put the cheese curds at the end. You're supposed to eat your way out of it. Okay, this seems to be. It's inside of a, a high rise. Man, it's like a business. Yeah, it looks like a business building. It's owned by the European Commission. <laughs> Offices owned by European Commission. Uh, it's a bunch of diplomats and like foreign. Uh, People at the EU, they're gonna show up to this. Yeah, maybe it's some like baller shit that we just don't. Yeah, know no, exactly. We don't. We don't get this. This is like Illuminati shit. Smaller <laughs> version of the MetLife building in New York City. Maybe uh, reptilians respond well to uh, beer baths. Oh, it could be. Won an award for refurbished office building in two thousand six. Yeah, it's kind of weird to have a spa in like this kind of office building. Yeah, it really doesn't look Belgian. No. Looks like a place. What would make it look Belgium, though? Yeah. <laughs> like, to be honest, is it? Hey, why is this not in a stable? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, so I think it's a no. Uh, I also think maybe if we had our, we could make our own version here, attached to like a brewery or a beer hotel. Then you know maybe we make our own at some point and have C Money as the marketing manager to actually have good marketing. I'll do and uh, yeah. old school as our IT guy, despite no matter what. <laughs> but but having Morton on call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Morton on call, and uh, him ready. despite no matter what, does not meet expectations. It's not. It's oh, not man. terrible. Like it's it's almost. <laughs> no, there. I know what he did there, and that's a low blow. <laughs> that's a low blow. You be quiet. You one. got a you got another bonus because of what you did. Uh, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm <laughs> got another I'm, bonus. I'm still bitter, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> I mean, you walked away with like thousands of dollars worth of gear. I think you're fine. I think yeah. the bonus is coming. Seriously. Oh my god, the amount of shit I got. Uh, good times. You got like free fucking TVs and yeah. shit like that. It's like, but I want I want above <laughs> right. expectations. The point. I want the A plus, not the A. I want the gold star. Yeah. Dude, dude, Someone you gotta shoot pat for the me moon. on my bum and tell me I'm special. <laughs> dude, you gotta shoot for the moon or don't just just fucking kill yourself. I've never felt the same since the single parents Olympics. <laughs> hey, hey, I still got that medal. <laughs> oh man. Okay. If I had a single parent, if I had just I had one parent, parent, I'd place I third place in him. school. I think it's better. Not a real school because that'd be cruel. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like the Special Olympics, except they're fine-tuned athletes, where I kind of did okay playing football with the other kids. Ah, good times. Okay, uh, at this point, we're going to take a commercial break and come back with our own second beers. And then after that, we have a tournament generated by C-Money. Splooge. Hey, you. Yeah, you, the kind and generous person listening to us right now. Want to help support All Beer Inside and make yourself feel like you've done something special? Then why not get your Amazon shopping done by going to allbeerinside.com and clicking on the link on the right-hand side of the page. It costs you nothing extra and helps us out with every Amazon purchase you make. Cheers to you and your future All Beer Inside Amazon link-related shopping. And we're back from commercial break. So we've all gotten round two of tasty beverages tonight. Uh, I'm going to start this time. I have from Brasserie Noctum in, or 
Noctum Actisan Brasseur out of the Quebec City area. They're all about cats. All, all their labels have cats on them. Uh, this one's called Old School IPA. It's a West Coast IPA. It looks like a cat on a skateboard doing oh. a hand grab. Let's see, 7% AP, IPA. It smells like an IPA. Piney, citrusy. Oh, yeah. Oh, old school would hate this. <laughs> oh, it's very tasty. It's very uh, piney, citrusy, very strong, IPA. Hoppy. Very, very IPA. It's a solid 3.7. Another 3.75 for me. Old school. I am drinking from Le Castor, their Pilsner, coming in at 4.8 alcohol. I don't know what the IBU is, but uh, it's nice and malty. Only a little bit of hops, very, very, uh, very acceptable amount of hops, and it pairs with uh, junk food. Apparently. Sweet. So there you go. I give it's it just a three. like a Budweiser. Oh, I like it. I give it a three. Phil? I am still uh, on my bottle of Gisette Dunham because <laughs> it's a 750-liter uh, yeah. bottle. So, yeah, so it's after this pint, I should be done. Yeah, I can only assume that they're not having their big uh, festival that they're supposed to have, and that's going to kick their asses. Well, all the all the stuff is happening virtually now, so yeah. I mean, but there is their stuff is available at the SEQ, so yeah. But the Dunham Festival off. is like they bring in breweries from all over the northeastern hemisphere, mm-hmm. and it's like 140 bucks, but unlimited tasting. Yeah, that's... I know. Uh, Craigasaur had tickets with his crew or his crew, his brother, his girlfriend or fiance. Uh, and I think his brother's wife, they're supposed to go down as a group. They had like an Airbnb rented and stuff, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a mass refund and that's going to hurt Dunham, unfortunately. Yeah. All these places losing their festivals are going to hurt them this year. It sucks because I love the festivals. Festivals really help me pad my untapped numbers. Oh, just because there's a lot of beer we don't have access to usually. And that's the only chance to taste them. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, see what are you drinking? So I'm drinking Windigo, which is a Irish ale special edition from La Pecheresse. And this is for it's 5.3% uh, alcohol, like probably one of the more complex beers I think I've ever tried. It's basically strawberry, nuts, caramel, and tenants of red wine. Hmm. Canner looks really cool from what I'm looking on your uh, untapped. Yeah, it's like super, super cool art on it as well. But it's, uh, just, it's like a zombie body with like a. Um, it's like an antelope standing. Yeah, antelope skull on top. But like all bones. Or, and I stuff. guess I guess it's the Wendigo monster. So, yeah, something like that. Yeah, well, I've always thing. said. Uh, no, I'm not going to say it because I would like that would have been some of the concepts of some of my beer names. If I'd ever had a brewery would be like supernatural creatures, like Wendigo skinwalkers, werewolves, uh, vampires, but like, uh, they would, they would pretty much be sparkly beers. Uh, and I would call them, uh, twilight, twilight. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but each, each variation would be after whatever the hell the books are called. Um, I breaking, think it's like, uh, dawn, uh, twilight, uh, virgin chick, twilight, vampire, baby, werewolf, <laughs> emerges from wood. Uh, yeah, vampire, baby, C-section, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> uh, prom night dumpster baby, I would have. <laughs> Kristen Stewart looking confused and staring at a distance. Exactly. Although it was on the other day, that prom night dumpster baby thing from Family Guy, and it's still funny. Prom night dumpster baby. <laughs> I'm just a prom night dumpster baby. Don't know my mom or dad. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, Family Guy. Where are you going to go now that you're part of Disney? In Tur- the toilet. Yep. Tournament time, guys? Yes. See money. You made a tournament. Tell I us did. what it's all about. So I, I wanted something to, to kind of get controversial, right? Because it's been a while since we've had a bracket, which is like super controversial since like the video game one. Yeah, so I, I went to something that, you know, I think it's near and dear to all of us, especially in the, the time frame that we grew up in was the, the fucking cream of the crop for these types of movies. But it's basically action movies between the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s, essentially. Because, like, movies now are just, it's either superhero movies or, like, just shit that's not, like, there's no, there's not many, like, <laughs> what's not Need for Speed? What's the other one? Uh, Fast and Furious Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's over-the-top action that's just so stupid mm-hmm. that you lose the appreciation for how chaotic it used to be. So, mm-hmm. like, there when you start exceptions. looking at these ones, th- th- there definitely are, absolutely. But, like, you're going to see, like, the list and I had to shorten this list because there's so fucking many. But like the the the, the heroes of our day, the, the badasses of our day, you'll see the amount of movies that like we got to live through. So I think I think it might create some controversy. All right. Okay. Am I breaking down the tournament or uh, or are you? Am I? Uh, oh, hey, what, whatever. Uh, I don't mind. Okay. Here it is. So I'm assuming you randomized or just as soon yeah, as it came to your brain, randomizer. you're like, this is it. No, 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 no. No. Throw it. Throw it into challenge and then just hit random. I mean, you could give a quick description of the movie if you'd like. Sure. Yeah, I'll do it real quick. So yeah, for the, for the first round at least, or the, the round of thirty-two, uh-huh. and yeah. we'll go from there. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and so action movie madness tournament round of thirty-two starts now. We have all right in the first bracket. We have a Yo Rambo, the man himself, the guy with the fucking ten-inch blade, the original Rambo, though. Not any of the remakes, anything like that. We're talking like the first ever Rambo movie. So you mean First, first Blood. Blood? Yeah. Versus Die Hard. So the best Christmas movie. Best Christmas. Yeah, exactly. The best Christmas made. or not Christmas movie, depending on who you talk to, movie ever made. So Yip, Yip, was that the one with Yippie Kaye? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's where it originated. Motherfucker. Who are you? Yeah, he's All like, right. oh, you could call me this Texan guy. With Mr. Mr. Winslow in his movie debut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when Carl. he shifted from security guard to cop. Yeah, yeah. Carl from Family Matters. Well, wait, wasn't oh, his... this was before Ghostbusters? Uh, no, this is after Hard was, was after. Because yeah. Carl Winslow was in Ghostbusters. If, you, yeah, if you're doing the 32 degrees of Carl Winslow. <laughs> the life and times of Carl Winslow. See, money you're going to pick whatever order we pick these movies into. You're, you're basically going to run this tournament. All right, so we'll start it off with old school. Nine million terrorists in the world, and I gotta kill the one with smaller feet than my sister. Die hard. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Let's go, Carp. Uh, so, for pure action story wise, uh, it's Die Hard because the first Rambo was more uh, drama, I felt. First Blood was more drama uh, than die, like than straight up action. So, my vote is for Die Hard. And Phil. Not even close. And I think for me, Die Hard's gonna go far because that's one of my top five action movies of all time <laughs> it's, it's trust me as you see the list there's gonna be a couple in that yeah that category yeah so so that's that's a that's a easy one that's, i i don't vote yeah. so it's die hard okay. on to the next round okay next round we have yeah. so we have wesley snipes at his one of his finest ever movies a blade which fucking like still holds up today when you when you rewatch it with deacon frost 
except the blood scene at the very end, which was kind of like shitty graphics. <laughs> oh, when he splits in half. And yeah, then when he splits in half. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's that was the only bad part about the movie. Yeah, yeah that CGI is not aged well. Against uh, Jump on the Couch with Oprah, Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible. I- I'll start this one. I'm going to actually pick Blade. And then we'll go to uh, Phil. We're we picking Mission Impossible 1, right? Yep. Okay. There, um, that's the problem. There's like so many iterations yeah, of so many exactly. of these movies. My problem with Mission Impossible 1 is that it made no sense. <laughs> you, you just have no idea what's going on. There's a cool like uh, fish tank blowing up for some reason. Yeah, um, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I was like, why did that explode? Yeah, it's in the trailer and everything's like, why Why yeah. is this happening? I don't get it. And uh, there's a cool um, there's a cool train sequence. It's like in a tunnel. Yeah. But I think Speed had a better train uh, underground sequence. I'm going to go with Blade just for that uh, intro sequence. So badass. The blood rave. Yeah. All right. We're going to go uh, carp. Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. Nice. <laughs> so you mean Mission Impossible? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's purely action. It's the same thing is that Blade has like a solid opening, he, uh, solid fight here, solid fight there, solid fight here. Whereas Mission Impossible was like, here's some spy stuff. Here's a bit of action. Here's some spice. So that's the thing with a lot of the closing older action, action is it actually, they tried to make like a story out of it, right? Like the old James Bond movies. Oh yeah. They did like so much talking and fucking <laughs> misogyny and misogyny and shit like that. <laughs> and then now it's like they, they break parkour, the parkour, take a piss and it's just parkour every two <laughs> seconds, right? Parkour in the, in the bathroom, parkour. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the, the later Mission Impossible's, uh, like, 3 is actually a really good action movie. But I didn't like 3. I liked 2 because I was such a sucker for John Woo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, 2 was amazing as well. The action's then, gotten progressively better. But then after after the Brad Bird one, which is what? It was the one where he was, like, hanging onto a piece of glass outside the building. That one was actually good. That was uh, that Ghost Protocol? Ghost think, Protocol. Yeah, that's the yeah. one, right? That's I think that's the one that changed the series. Yeah. Where he's just going for insane stuff. Where he's like, fuck it. I'm just going to do my own stunts yeah. and yeah. jump out of a helicopter. Yeah, hang on yeah, to exactly. a plane. Yeah. And... Hang on to a plane, exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, Blade takes it for me for sure. There's no question about it. Just the action scenes. The, the whole concept of the Blade character for us when we were kids, because we were reading the comics and we're like, oh man, this is going to be... And then they made the movie and you're just like, ah, and Wesley Snipes was the biggest thing on the planet at the time. Yeah. So... Passenger 57. No, no question about it. (laughs) So next one. Next one. All right. Which actually brings up another Wesley Snipes, ironically. Um, (laughs) Well, like I said, a lot of these guys blend together and they end up doing movies together. So we already have like two Stallone and two two Snipes. So, of course, I'm referencing um, Demolition Man, which for anybody who's seen that movie, this is like one of those ones you always look back to for multiple reasons for the catchphrase around the, the, the three seashells for um, yeah. You have anything left to say? Yeah, I do. Teddy bear and all this shit that goes on in the movie. Like it's one of those classic futuristic at the time movies. And it's actually got an insane cast, Mm -hmm. but then it goes up against (laughs) one of our, our classic heroes at the time, Robocop. And again, uh, I didn't. I probably should have put RoboCop two here to make it a little bit more interesting. But the original Ro- RoboCop, where in like the first thirty seconds, he gets shot like a thousand times. It's so gory. It's the over the top. Ridiculous. It's not, it wasn't even the. We didn't even see the um, the original version because they came out with the the yeah. 
the unrated cut later and it's even worse i'm like god damn they they just didn't give a fuck when they no. made that movie no. <laughs> what is it right. like shot to shit call an ambulance <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> he's got, got why shot, are you like, calling an ambulance it's been five minutes he's just being gunned down by like these massive like guns got Ugh. fucking destroyed so good all right you so have five seconds to comply, comply. Drop your weapon. Uh, uh, your weapon. And then he's running behind other people. And they're, they're throwing him back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, All right, old school. We're going to go to you first on this one. Oh, man. Just on the nostalgia, man. Come quietly or there will be trouble. Trouble cop. I got to go with, with Demolition, man. That that movie just, it's so good. The, the, final, the final kick as well with the liquid nitrogen kicks off his head, all that shit. It's just such a classic movie. Do you mean heads up? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Heads up. And and Sandra Bullock, I forgot about her. She was Yo, in that movie and she was fucking ass hot as hell. Phenomenal. In it was like those right parts. after Speed, I think. Yeah, yeah. like smoking hot, man. Yeah. Who's got okay, the vote? Let's go with Phil. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. Robocop. Robocop. Carp. Oh, man. This is a hard one. Because they're both so good. Demolition Man has a little bit of comedy and a little more crudeness with Dennis Leary in it. Uh, and just some of the like the one-liners alone are on Arnie level in, in Demolition Man. But RoboCop was in WCW. <laughs> uh, and they did absolutely nothing with him. But <laughs> one, one scene that I'll always, always remember is uh, shooting, targeting through the chick's dress to shoot the bad guy in the dick. Yeah. So dick shot takes it for me. You have been some through emotional distress. Let me call. Exactly. <laughs> so RoboCop. RoboCop it is. Yeah. Next round. Oh, shit. This one's actually going to be pretty fucking hard because this is what I feel one of the more underrated Stallone movies, mm-hmm. but it's actually got a sick cast. Yeah. It's cliffhanger. So, like, I know they spoofed it in Ace Ventura 2 and all this shit with, like, the <laughs> raccoon hanging off the wire and stuff like that. But, like, the concept was cool. And what's his name? Uh, John Lithgow, man. He fucking made a badass bad guy. Like, it was his first foray into that. So it just made it, like, things were hardcore. He didn't give a fuck. He shot the woman just so that, like, she couldn't be the pilot for the helicopter so he can still have the upper hand. Like, very, very cool movie versus Aliens. So this is not Alien, the original movie. This is the second one where they're, like, super badass and they go on the planet with the fucking giant guns and there's a bunch of aliens in this one. Space um, Marines, baby. Space Marines all the way. So it's uh, it's a hardcore movie just the same. So... We're going to start with Carp on this one. Game over, man. Fucking game over. Game over, man. Oh, R.I.P. I, like, the, the slowest parts of that are, like, like, like they say, it's like, oh, a little girl's lived on this planet by herself for, four, like, four months, and you're, like, big bad Marines, and you can't do nothing. And that's just, like, oh, shit. Like, that how shows how hardcore this movie was. Yeah. And the slowest part it was Bishop crawling through the pipe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's your only break. Yeah. Hey Vasquez, you ever get confused for a man? No. Do no. you? <laughs> like, I can. A badass. I can quote this movie almost all day. Yeah. Uh, Michael Bean, Bill Paxton, the girl who plays Vasquez. You know, this is the part. Get away from her, you bitch. Just He's, all of it. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. The classic fight scene at it, the end. It's so. uh, unfortunately. I think Cliffhanger might have had a shot against some other movies in our list later on, but. It has no shot, in my opinion, against aliens. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to old school. So yeah, um, I'm about to get reamed here because I've actually never seen aliens. 
Someone, <laughs> someone used to have, someone used to have a uh, a show, a, a show <laughs> a about um, about old school used and and movies. movies. Remember when no um, when old school was a man? Because uh, apparently oh. he's never been one since he's not ever seen this movie. You know what? Uh, according <laughs> to Gabe Walker, I must say you're a real piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Have you seen Cliffhanger at least, or are you just winging it? No, I've seen it. <laughs> All right. So does he kill him with the stalactite or stalagmite? Yeah. Oh, good question. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because people screw it up all the time. <laughs> Phil. Cliffhanger has the weirdest plane crash sequence ever filmed. No, no, actually, Air Force One has the weirdest plane crash yeah, sequence I was ever say. filmed. Uh, Cliffhanger's mountain just goes on like pretty much as long as that that tr- that airport in Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps going and going. John Legault is awesome, but I'm going to go with Aliens because that, even though that's a badass, badass action movie, the characters in there are more developed than the entire pre- the sequel trilogy of Star Wars. Oh, wow. Like people quote Bill yeah. Paxton when he's like, "Game over, man, game." Over. But you don't Way see more. like, you, but you like his character arc from being like a fake badass to actually being a badass. Yeah, is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the John Lithgow thing again with Cliffhanger was so damn good. The, the thing about Cliffhanger that always fucked me up, even when I rewatch it, I'm like, dude, you guys are in fucking t shirts in like the Himalayas or whatever. Like, I don't know where the fuck they are. It's like freezing fucking cold. He even and goes underwater. He goes underwater. He does everything. And there's yeah. just like no fucks given at, at any time about like hypothermia. Yeah. Although they kind of hint at it once or twice in the movie. Mm-hmm. His, his friend, like, I fucking forget the guy's name. Michael Rucker? Rucker, yeah. Like, he just pisses me off the whole fucking movie because he's like, ah, you could have saved her, man. You didn't have to go out there. It's like, <laughs> dude, you just, just would have fucking died. At least he tried. Like, just kind of stupid. But the movie still holds up. I still enjoy watching it. But at the end of the day, Aliens, man, it's just that it's it's part of that era that's just like it freaked people out. It was like super dark, super fucked up to think about the face suckers. The huggers came out in full force. And then again, that final scene where like she, she battles him in a fucking mech, which is just bad, badass. So I got to go with aliens. No sweet, but yeah. Next round. This one is, uh, the bugs, uh, starship troopers, man. It's, uh, <laughs> for anybody who hasn't seen it, it's like actually a really bad movie. In regards to how it's shot, it actually has um, what's his name? Fucking, I'm saying Doogie Howser, like Neil Patrick oh, Harris. Neil, Neil, yeah, Patrick, Neil Patrick Harris. Harris. Way to date myself, Christ. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's been on a bigger show. Since. Yeah, he's been on a couple of How I Met Your Mother and other shit like that. <laughs> but like, it's just one of those movies that's kind of hardcore. It's kind of creepy, but like badass because it's a war against these giant bugs and and the way that they kind of like talk to the camera. It's kind of like they're breaking the fourth wall, so to speak. Uh, in the movie, which is kind of cool, versus Stone's, you know, claim to fame, which is uh, actually I don't know if it's between that or or uh, Rambo, but uh, it's Rocky. It's Rocky. Rocky. He won. He won yeah. an Academy Award for Rocky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Ro- Rocky, which uh, everyone knows that movie inside and out. So uh, Adrian, Adrian, I'll go first on this one. You know, the cheese factor cracks me up too much. I'm actually going to say Starship Troopers. All right. So let's go to uh, Phil. Rocky is, I think only Stallone can write 
a movie like Rocky. Like if you watch the series where the ones he's directed, they're actually very sweet movies about a boxer. Yeah. They're very realistic. So shout out to to him and his writing skills because I don't think it's it gets appreciated as much. It's very Italian, right? It's very like it's almost like watching movies from actual Italy where it's like that that dynamic and everything. But I'm gonna my my vote is actually gonna go for Starship Troopers because I think most people watching that movie don't understand that it's meant to be satire. True. Yeah. It's a very smart movie about the perils and what, how easily you can, you can devolve into fascism. Right. <laughs> That's pretty deep. Because the whole point is that you're watching a bunch of young people being drawn into like a whole fascist state. Yeah. Who's the hot girl in it again? Wasn't it like uh, Denise, Denise Richards? Denise Richards. Yeah. yeah. Dinah Meyer was also in it. She yeah, because they're all movie. supposed to be like the dream, right? Like the hot yeah. men and women, like able body. Well, yeah, just the shower scene alone, it's like everybody has a perfect body. Yeah. There's no like fat person in the shower yeah. at all. Well, there's not many fat people in the military, period. <laughs> yeah, that's just, yeah, okay. So I'm going to go with the smart movie, not the touching movie, uh, Starship Troopers. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to old school. Had, there been, had this been Rocky Four or possibly even Rocky Three, <laughs> to me, Rocky Four is like the best Rocky by far. I mean, he fucking he saves the Cold War single-handedly. Stops the Cold War. He stops it. He, he saves it. it. He saves the Cold War from the war. He makes sure that the Cold War goes on forever. He's like, if you could change, and I could continue, fuck America. I uh, he, literally, he literally no-sold an atomic bomb shot. Yeah. <laughs> the Russians fired. He no-sold it. It was great. Okay, no. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, the raid that, no, was that him or was that uh, – what? what was the thing, they, the, the, the term they coined? Um, not raid the fridge, but um, – Nuke the, the, nuke the fridge. Nuke the fridge. Yeah, nuke the yeah. fridge is from uh, the Diana Jones that never happened. <laughs> yeah, it should have never happened. The secret skull or whatever the fuck yeah. it was called. But yeah, um, the, I found the first one a little bit slow and boring compared to the other ones. Uh, so to me, I and I had a big crush on Denise Richards back in the day too. So I'm gonna have to go with Star Starship Troopers. Perfect. Yeah, it would have been a full sweep. Just things like, oh come on, sir. Like hey, all I gotta do is push a fucking button. Put your hand on that wall, soldier. <laughs> and shuts <laughs> yeah. the knife through his hand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then, you know, you apes want to live forever. <laughs> but, but like Phil said, the whole, hey, guess what? This is kind of like how a fascist world is that, oh, they got attacked by an enemy that they could never physically go after. So, yeah, Starship Troopers was awesome. Yet again, it's it's the fact of we're talking action movie madness, not what in our eyes is the best written, the best acted. It's, well, I think it's you could take best. those components into it, right? Like it's, yeah. it's part uh, of But if it's, yeah, I mean, if if you talk about superior movie, Rocky is a superior movie. But oh, as an action movie, yeah, it's yeah, Starship Troopers. Uh, next one in the bracket is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. So we all know, we all know Harrison Ford at his best and his gimmick classic movie the, the the challenge with this one is which indiana jones out of the first let's say three do you really pick because there's so many good scenes in each one but i just went with the the original no this is a solid choice because it has sean connery yeah exactly it's it's kind of like the starting point of everything so it's it's not like where they brought him back fucking eons later and it was like forced versus again another sleeper that a lot of people <laughs> i love this movie yeah it there, there's actually a little song in it like or not even a song it's just like a little piano music that plays over and over again oh yeah it's like super catchy 
but it's actually one of Travolta's better movies and uh, Christian Slater mm-hmm. of all people <laughs> in an action movie, right? Broken Arrow. So basically, you know, Christian Slater is this fucking like, I don't know, cowboy dude, basically. And he's going to go up against this guy who's got a nuke and going to destroy the world. Essentially. <laughs> well, um, yeah, just like they, they say, it's like, oh, broken arrow. Yeah, it's for when a nuclear weapon uh, goes missing. Yeah. They actually have a term for that? For this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's how fucked up it is. So, <laughs> Who didn't I get to last time? Me. Carp. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I always enjoy Broken Arrow. Just things like Travolta murdering like his the guy who hired him to steal the nuke. And he like smashes him in the throat and watches the guy choke to death. And he's like, oh, so that's what happens. Howie Long is a bad guy in it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Holy retired shit, NFL. That. Howie Long. Uh, before he did Firestorm. <laughs> and then uh, the cute, the cute redhead. She's like getting uh, the shit beat out of her. And the guy's like, "I'm ex CIA, bitch. You, she, you can see what I do with my thumb." And then chucks a hammer into his head and kills him. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Broken Arrow for me. Uh, Phil, uh, I'm a sucker for John Woo. So Broken Hour was right up my alley when it came out. My favorite line is still, do not shoot at the thermal nuclear weapons. <laughs> Please stop firing at the, at thermal, the thermal nuclear, nuclear weapons. weapons. It's just the way he says it too. It's such a glee. He must have had so much fun doing but it. But didn't, didn't they do that in Armageddon? No, because he was firing at the asteroids, not the, not the nuke. Yeah. yeah. But don't, don't they pull them off? Don't they pull off, uh, what's his name, not Gary Busey, uh, fucking Steve Buscemi, because he's like riding a fucking like Gatlin gun. And yeah, he's but he's he's like, oh, maybe I can destroy this uh, asteroid with this gun, and he starts like firing it, but it's nowhere near the nuke when they do it. Okay, but he does lose his mind, and they do. Uh, yeah, they do beat him up. He's done that in a couple of movies. They call him like they give him like they say it's like space madness or some bullshit. Oh, we're gonna have to do a part two of this because there's so many movies I'm oh, thinking about right now that are gonna have to be no. added. No, but there'll be a second one. Yeah, exactly. No, but okay. Broken Arrow is such a, it's just a dumb, fun movie. So, Carp, what was your choice? Uh, I took Broken Arrow. Old school. Also starring the wickedly talented Adele Dazim. <laughs> 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 yeah, Christian Slater as, a, as an action hero was great. Uh, 96 is Broken Arrow. Did Phil, you took Broken Arrow? Yeah, yeah it's Broken okay. Arrow all the way yeah. through. Yeah. I would have I picked it as well. I, like, I actually like I like Christian Slater as an actor. He kind of fit that role really well in this. And he's the, he's playing the underdog, right? Because they're both the whole time. He's not like the does big he start with a boxing or, match? Yeah, I think they start with a boxing match, and he gets his like ass handed to him. Yeah, and then Travolta's talking shit all the time, so he's you're already like, oh shit, he's he's, gonna he's get a newbie. He's like, and then they get on the the plane, and then he gets like ejected from it. Yeah. And he has to fight his way through the whole crew. So he's like the guy that doesn't stand a chance because Travolta is like so smart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, cool. So th- this next bracket, it's I, kind of ironic that it came to this. It's basically <laughs> Van Damme versus Van Damme. Double the Van Double. Damage. Double Van Damage. Ah, you beat me to it. Jean-Claude Van Damage. So this would have been first... even more ironic if it was double team in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This movie is actually one of my favorite movies of all time. But it basically, like when Van Damme was really big at the time, it's kind of like that half sappy story, but also like it showed, it was back when like karate for white people was a big thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it just had a, like a, a, a lot of really great scenes. Um, so it's Lionheart, really classic. Like he, he basically leaves the military. He tries to come back and take care of his sister. 
because the brother gets like fucking burnt alive and then he tries to stick around and like become a f- like there for his sister who doesn't like him and he tries to make money by street fighting essentially so you get all these kind of like it's it's kind of like what street, street fighter became. and all these fucking games <laughs> yeah came from in 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 a certain essence so versus uh, another super badass movie at the time uh, with Dolph Lundgren and Jean-Claude Van Damme Universal Soldier so it was like a play on Terminator so to speak where like these guys are dead soldiers and they get brought back to life reanimated and they're like super strong and they can shoot perfectly and all this kind of shit and that was like a, a just a really good action flick can you hear me i'm all ears i'm all ears uh, so we'll start this one with old school. Just for all the different locales, like the the, the squash court, the swimming pool. <laughs> the swimming pool is still my favorite. <laughs> the in-ground swimming pool is still my favorite. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you got the stereotypical uh, black manager eating like KFC and stuff, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apart from that, like, no, it was, you know, and it's very early Van Damme, so he does, doesn't have a wide range of emotions, so you have to kind of... Yeah add the sappy jazz music to like, like, you know, push his emotion and stuff. But no, I mean, just classic Van Damme. So I'm gonna have to go Lionheart. Yeah, this is a really difficult one because both movies have like great merits, great memorable scenes. Uh, Like you guys are saying the can you hear me? Even just the opening scene where it's like they're in whatever Asian village and he's like cutting off ears and putting them on. You know, uh, I felt like Universal Soldier had a more memorable bad guy or uh, antagonist than Lionheart did, but Lionheart had some great fights. So this is really difficult for me to decide in the end. I am going to take Lionheart because the car scene, the squash scene, the pool scene, the fights are a little more memorable uh, than what universal soldier is uh, as a whole. Well, the action was great. Lionheart had more together action movie energy. I found so Lionheart for me. All right, I'm going to go on this one. Um, it literally has my my pick is is Lionheart as well. It literally has what I would consider one of the most disrespectful moments in action movie history. The so like. <laughs> It's it's so Attila. They finally get to Attila. So I, I agree with your point. Like he's not as memorable because he only comes in towards the end. Yeah, it's kind of like flies in, no? Up right? Like I don't know. He just flies in. Yeah, he just flies in, and they show like a clip of him kicking the shit out of a guy. Like there's no yeah. build up, like in Bloodsport or anything like that. And then like so he's getting his ass kicked, getting his ass kicked, and then like the the classic scene of where you know the the, the, the old black manager as you call them old school is like <laughs> the trainer from punch out yeah exactly trainer from punch out he does that classic you know well-known roundhouse that that we're all used to seeing with van damme but then like attila's so shocked by that kick that he's like he points at him like fucking hogan he points at him <laughs> and Van Damme roundhouse kicks his fucking point away. I've never seen so much disrespect. You point at me and I roundhouse kick your fucking hand away. So uh, my vote is Lionheart. For the sweep. Who, who would have you have gone with, uh, Phil? I would have gone for Lionheart. Uh, I would have said for 10 cars in a circle. Yeah, <laughs> with the light heart and getting beaten with an antenna. Yep. This one is going to be tough. Um, so uh, bringing in one of the few movies that we actually think Will Smith is a true badass. It's uh, Bad Boys. So him and Martin Lawrence, the original, which kind of like stemmed the the whole fucking iconic series. Because I don't think there was a bad a bad Bad Boys. To be honest with you, and just like all the action mixed with the comedy, but like it wasn't like 
you had your moments where it was a bit too much comedy, but also like things got pretty hardcore and just like, I think it was Michael Bay, wasn't it? Yep. That's yeah. the first Michael Bay. One and so, two were Michael Bay. Yeah, exactly. So like, this was like the epitome of a major action blockbuster movie that just pretty much had all the right components, but it's going against another super big classic, which is lethal weapon. So Gibson and Glover, you know, in their prime, basically with so many classic, you know, little, little sayings and, and, and memorable moments uh, through the movie. Show. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm too old for this shit. So uh, this is, this is going to be a tough one. So I'm going to start this one with carp. So I just looked up on uh, action movie body count or something.com and bad boys has 30 total kills. Lethal weapon has 26 total kills. So even in that perspective, they're super close. Uh, like you said, the original Bad Boys does get to a little too much comedy at some points. Which is, um, I think it has the intent with the cast, right? Yeah. But I feel if this were Lethal Weapon 2 versus it, versus it I would give it to Lethal Weapon 2, no question. But with <laughs> Bad Boys, it's like when Martin Lawrence finally snaps, he's like, you shoot at me, you shoot at my fucking wife, you shoot at me, I'm running this motherfucker off the road. It's like just the intent, like... The intensity of the character that, that Martin Lawrence becomes versus two. Now, if this were two versus two, there'd be no question it'd be Lethal Weapon 2. But it's since it's one versus one, and I remember more actionable, crazier scenes in the first Bad Boy, I'm giving this to Bad Boys 1. I'm actually shocked you said that. Like, Bad Boys 2, to me, was one of the most fucked up, fucking crazy movies like it's, of its time. I feel there's way more comedy in Bad Boys 2 than there is action-wise. Like with the Wusa and Martin Lawrence getting all fucked up on the ecstasy and shit. <laughs> that was hilarious, though. Um, it was well, nice it being hilarious, we're talking action, and I remember more of the action scenes from the first Bad Boy, from just the like the uh, the stripper getting shot in the head, and then Taya Leone escaping, uh, the shootout in the in the club, the shootout on the highway, uh, and then just the big finale. It's like it builds more and more and more. I mean, the first Lethal Weapon, he loses somebody and then in the second lethal weapon he loses somebody again but in lethal weapon 2 on the other hand where it's like diplomatic immunity that alone no, won it for me that's a classic so, one. But, but you're black you're yeah black. <laughs> but bad boys the first one for me uh in my opinion is the better action movie than the first lethal weapon all right we're gonna go to phil since we're basing it on action i agree with carp uh lethal weapon is a solid movie it was actually more of a drama because it's about like well yeah exactly murder wants to kill himself like he doesn't he doesn't care anymore right yeah. he just wants to die and the whole dynamic with uh with glover and 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 but, but that that final fight on the lawn for lethal weapon was is classic and it's also a christmas movie it is yeah uh but i'm gonna go with bad boys because uh it, it it gave us one of my favorite, not ironically, one of my favorite directors, Michael Bay. I know people hate him. I love him. This is not easy doing what he does, even though he doesn't understand what he's doing. But it's not easy. <laughs> he, uh, he only he only destroyed everyone's childhood. That's all. Yeah, no, that's fine. I accept that. It's and Ninja part, Turtles it's part, and, yeah. and and Transformers <laughs> will yeah. never be the same. I love the, the. I actually love the Transformers movies. They're so dumb. <laughs> You're so like the dumb. first one that has ever oh. said that. <laughs> so dumb. But I watch I watch all of them in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> and the worst part is the uh best Transformers movie outside the cartoon was the it's one not, not done by him. It's not the Michael Bay one. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that the Bumblebee one? Yeah, Bumblebee's Bumblebee a solid was, movie. Yeah, Bumblebee I saw was it. a fun movie. 
But if you're looking for nonsense and okay. and and chaos, you go for a transformer. But I'm gonna go bad boys because it gave us the fast cars, the hot chick, the uh, the sun at 15 different spots because it's always like yeah yeah twilight the, the, twilight the no matter no matter where the camera's looking yeah. <laughs> the spinning <laughs> this is the classic spinning scene. Yeah. All right, old school. I agree. Lethal Weapon Two would have been the better mm-hmm. of the two, just because it's got more memorable moments. But I just don't. I mean, I remember seeing the Bad Boys movies, but I don't recall. Like, I can't pin. I can't give you specific scenes. Or they just weren't memorable as as much as the the chemistry between Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. So I'm gonna have to go Lethal Weapon. This is a this this is gonna be a tough one for me because. In my mind, I was along the same track where it's like the chemistry between the two. One's more slapstick. They, they both have slapstick to them, but it's like kind of the classic old guys versus the younger new guys. I think I just appreciated the Bad Boys series a little bit more than Lethal Weapon at the end of the day. So I'm going to go with Bad Boys. Again, Lethal Weapon 2, even the one with Jet Li, it would have been fine. <laughs> Lethal Weapon 4, four where yeah. American football beats Kung Fu. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we've got one of... Arnie's most classic, not the most classic, but one of his most classic movies that he's ever done. Uh, it's on par. It's it's on that same level of Aliens, but it's him in the jungle with one of the best hunters that we've probably ever seen as far as a like alien uh, out there. Uh, so I'm talking about Predator. So many iconic scenes in that movie. So many, like Jesse Body, the, the Body Ventura has... Just like three of those lines himself, one of the most one of the most memorable movies that I've I've seen in a long time, versus Independence Day. So again, another Will Smith movie where he's more tolerable, but it was just this massive like Fourth of July blockbuster with like these massive ships and like basically it's like I don't think Michael Bay did it, but <laughs> he no. might as well have. <laughs> no, he came, in, uh... he came in like. It's Roland Emmerich, doesn't it? Yeah, it's Roland Emmerich. Emmerich. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. So they, they, it's Bad Boys and this were pretty much at the same time. Yeah, they, like similar time at, yeah. of our lives. And it's just like one of those major full-on like wars against humanity and, and how do we save the day. And there's so many, again, classic lines and data is in the movie. So that should be big for a lot of Star Wars or Star Trek fans. Bunch of nerds. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna start this one. Off. Uh, I'm I'm Predator all day long. There's just which which wrong Dylan the Bero got you pushing too many pencils, <laughs> followed by the most aggressive handshake with the most bulging biceps in the history of TV <laughs> or movies, I should say. I fucking like I could just quote this movie all night long. Essentially, it's it's so badass. And as a as a bad guy, I actually was rooting for the Predator because <laughs> I thought it was so fucking cool. Like the whole concept of the Predator and how it hunts and hunts for sport, not not just to kill and all this stuff. So uh, my vote is Predator. So I'm gonna go to uh, old school. Dylan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, like I, I agree with the the spectacle of it, and like I remember back in the day when Independence Day came out, it was the fucking thing of the summer. Like, and that was Will Smith's action kind of pro. You know, just like that was his shine and stuff but yeah. for uh the winners and the just loving me um, i'm gonna have to go predator phil uh independence day is yeah like old school said i think i think you could go through that summer of was it 96 
without seeing something related to independence day i've never seen at that point like a marketing campaign that huge yeah and it influenced like the the rest of pretty much like the it was the birth of like the summer blockbuster it wasn't a thing before that it, it the concept itself did not exist but it's such a dumb movie we had uh judd hirsch playing the most jewish person ever with a super super like super jewish kid Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> it's so funny made no sense that that president speech is pretty awesome that that speech was legit like they yeah. made they made it to like give every american a boner yeah, yeah. little that we know that uh some some 20 odd years uh 20 no, not even less than 20 years later it, the president would never give a speech like that no ever again we're gonna uh, do great free, against these aliens twinkies for our best we're the best. We're gonna are the win. Best. We're gonna win. Are huge. Yeah, huge. huge. Their spaceship are huge, but we're bigger. We're the aliens win. are just Mexicans. We just yeah. build a wall, and yeah. they'll never be able to touch we're, us. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna build a wall before the ozone layer, so we'll have the ozone layer, layer wall. Even though uh, even though the ozone's not really, it's there, but it's not there because that's science fiction, not science fact. <laughs> my vote's gonna go for, yeah, exactly. uh, but my vote's gonna go for Predator. The um, from the director of Die Hard. I think he forget which one came first. I think Die Hard came first, and then Predator came. But he was John McTiernan was on it. Like he understood action. He understood how to set up like tension and, and suspense and understanding like people's relationship and and their environment and shit. Because that yeah. that jungle, it's a character in itself. That that gun. The one guy had the fucking Gatlin gun. Oh, yeah. Jesse, Jesse, uh, the white man has it. No, 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 no. It wasn't him. It wasn't him. It was the black guy. Oh, yeah. He literally fucking like saws down the forest. He killed killed the jungle. He killed the jungle. So, so fun fact about that is uh, Ventura actually had trouble carrying it. So, the only person who could carry it was Arnie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, Phil, you're talking. So, it went Nomads, 1986, yeah. Predator, 1987, Die Hard, 1988. Wow. And then okay. Hunt for Red October in 1990. So he was like on fire. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dominic Turner, like before he became crazy and went to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> was, was on. And it's so weird because I would have thought, in my mind, the reason why I have Predator after Die Hard, because Predator already feels like a parody of action movies. Like the fact that it's like, dude, you son of a bitch, and they they do that. Uh, well, just the helicopter. Get my holly, miss my holly. <laughs> exactly. Because they're they're such characters from eighties action movie. Like it's pretty much like that character from Commando. Yeah. And then you drop them in the in the jungle, and they're completely fucked. Like completely outer element. They're fucked. Like their first mission. Like the whole tease of the. Because if you watch a movie, if you don't know what the whole point of Predator is, you don't know it's a movie about a, a thing from outer space trying to kill them. The whole thing is set up like they're going to go on this covert mission, save some dude, and then destroy the base, and they're done, right? But then the movie turns into something else, where it's like these the machoest, biggest dudes in the world don't stand a chance against yeah. this thing. <laughs> I ain't got time to bleed. I ain't got time to bleed. Yeah. You got time to duck? <laughs> if it bleeds we can kill it yeah exactly but they had a fucking like navajo indian guy just stand there going who, with a freaking giant blade and we didn't see the fight the we didn't see the fight but the reason we I know was, that fight was awesome is that the the predator took the skull and the yeah the spine as a trophy 
Yeah, because he was a worthy adversary. Yeah, exactly. Such a such a great movie. Who Fair. also got into politics after? Did he? Yeah, him and Arnie. Oh wow, crazy! And Jesse Ventura, yeah, three Jesse, guys, yeah. governor, governor, oh. both two governors in the movie. So, yeah. so I don't even remember. Like, so I chose it. Bill chose it. Boltz chose it. Oh, it's sweet. It would have been sweet anyways. There was no question about it. Okay. Yeah, it's predator. All right, this All right. next one, <clears throat> going back to Antonio Banderas uh, <laughs> and uh, fucking Selma Hayek at her prime. Mm. Um, there's only other one, one other movie that Tarantino will <laughs> swear by where Selma Hayek was better, which has to do with vampires. But this, this was basically a, you know, the second movie of a, a, a true trilogy, trilogy, ironically, came out first before El Mariachi. But it's Desperado, and it's basically where, like, you know, the Wild West meets uh, Mexico, and like gunshots just make everyone fucking fly on. Fly on. <laughs> but it was like when when Antonio Antonio Banderas was like a badass, and everyone remembers like the the crew that he had, and one guy had a rocket launcher in his <laughs> guitar case, the other guy had a fucking Gatlin gun in his guitar case, like or whatever Uzi, whatever the hell. So like. Uh, very, very classic uh, Western slash uh, I don't know, Mexican story, I guess. Versus, again, Sean Connery making his way back with... <laughs> I, I, never know, I never know how to, to talk about this guy. Like, he's is he a good actor? He's the best. He's the, he's the he's best, the best at what he does. He's the best at what he does. Like and, he can only, he... and only one person can do it. So, yeah. so, so Nick Cage, obviously. <laughs> I think this is a movie that everyone saw at this time. Everyone fucking bought this movie at some point, but it's basically based off of San Francisco's Alcatraz, The Rock. So the whole story is nuclear chemical weapons or something like that that they had. C4 gas or something. Yeah, some kind of green gas. gas. Yeah, poisonous gas. And they basically took over The Rock and they've got to find a way to get get in there to save the hostages and stop the, the, the threat. And so they basically bail out the one guy who's actually escaped from Alcatraz in the past and knows his way around the place. And it's just such a fucking good movie. And like <laughs> so many hardcore military scenes when they've like, they've got everybody pinned down in the bottom of like the shower area. Uh, and you know, they're all going to get wiped out basically, but another, another classic movie. So we'll start this one off with carp. Oh, fucking Christ. Is <laughs> <laughs> like all, both these movies are just full on crazy balls to the wall action. Seventy to eighty to eighty five percent of of these films are just crazy balls to the wall action. Desperado, just the shootouts are crazy. Salma Hayek looking super fine. Last shootout, sick. The Rock, just the opening scene where the soldiers sneak in. They don't kill any of their other soldiers because they. They think they're doing the right thing. They, they kind hurts. of still have a moral code. And then that gas, the VX gas, just like what it turns into the guy, the bath, the, the bathhouse scene. Tell your men to give that order. I will not give that order. Stop the soldier. I will not give that order. <laughs> and it's just crazy underground. Um, the uh, San Francisco chase with Sean Connery. Uh, the ending thing where, again, Nick Cage is like, oh, I suck on this. And he like puts it in the other guy's face and he starts turning all the accents. You want me to put this? crushes the blue, the green ball in his yeah. throat or whatever. Yeah, yeah uh, the green ball. But even like, you want me to this, to stick this into my fucking heart? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Uh, Desperado was so good, though. Like, opening scene where he gets his hand half blown off and shit. <laughs> oh, man, this is really, really difficult. Like, this is... This by far is the most difficult selection for me from what I, I've done so far. Oh, shit. Fuck. <laughs> this is really hard. I'm going to go with The Rock just because Crazy Nick Cage and it's one of Sean Connery's like last few movies. All right, let's go to old school. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, Banderas and like obviously Selma Hayek at that time was fucking just beaten off nonstop to her. But uh, the... <laughs> <laughs> the, the rock man i mean you know fucking cajun connery and even ed harris having to kind of stay to that level of, of just he notoriety and he, he still can. he still holds up you know that um it's just such a fun action movie so i'm gonna have to go with the rock even now that i'm thinking about it the rock has tony T- has Candyman, has uh Michael yeah, Bean, has, yeah it's so many still like both movies are so good when you think of like action movies I, I'm already creating like the second action movie one because I'm thinking of all these movies that didn't make it. I'm like, <laughs> this next one's going to be just as fucking bonkers. Anyways, okay, so we got two for The Rock so far. Phil. Props to Robert uh, Rodriguez for making it in Hollywood with uh, Desperado. It was like such a low budget. Such a... Oh, the budget was stupid low from what yeah. I've... Yeah, all, all his movies are like super low budget still. So he never he never like changed in that way. But uh, I'm going to go for my favorite director, uh, Michael Bay. Uh, <laughs> I think this is the movie... Actually, I, I think if you're not into Michael Bay, this is the sweet spot yes. for you before he became bonkers. Yeah, when he went over like, the top. Like when, when he like would just grab whatever, new camera tech and just play around with cameras this is like a slick almost the editing is still holds up because it's super fast but back then it was like frantic you could like there was no movie that was cut that way before yeah even though now it's like oh because the, the actors can't fight so they keep cutting the the shots but no that was a style back then he invented a style of action movies and ed harris committing so hard to that character so hard. have you seen the outtakes of the um, when he's on the camera doing the um, the demands and shit. No, he flops it a couple of times and he loses his mind. He's so into the character, he just loses his shit. He's so intense. He's a great actor. Yeah, it's just sad that we didn't get like an acting face-off between uh, sh- sh- um, Ed Harris and Nicolas Cage because yeah. that would have been so interesting. Yeah, because their acting styles are so different. Um, Very different. Again, it's a movie that tricks you if you don't know, like probably like spoiled by the trailers and stuff like that. But you think because of the whole SWAT team, uh, not the SWAT team, like the the, Navy SEALs, the the SEALs, that this would become a SEALs movie and the cage would be like a supporting character. But then as soon as they hit that, that, that entry, the, the, um, the, the toilet, um, the the, um, the bathhouse, they all get mowed down. All of them. Like, <laughs> you spent forty five minutes uh, setting up these characters, and they all get killed right away. Yeah. So it's actually that pretty smart. Scene too. That's like a solid three minutes. Give that order. I will not give that. Yeah, it's give super it. intense because you're like, no, no way. Like all these, are these guys going to die? Like, no, they do, they do, and it's a whole different movie after that. Uh, Sean Connery is uh, having actually. You can you can tell that he's actually having so much fun with this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even though, oh, man. even though the scene where he rolls into the fire doesn't make any sense because he would have just had... No, no, no. Rolls through the fire. 
because he, he knows it. the timing of the fire blasts. Yeah, but couldn't he have just like knocked out the guard and opened the door? Rolls through the fire. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he knows the timing. <laughs> so he knows it backwards and forwards. Exactly. And the timing never changed after. The point was to get in there secretly because if they knocked out the guard and they radioed him to see how his post was doing, yeah. he wouldn't answer. Yeah, but no, <laughs> that's my bullshit excuse. <laughs> exactly. No, the rock is uh, the rock is fantastic. Hey there, listeners. So look, this episode has already gone on pretty long. So at this point, it's going to be continued in part two of episode forty-eight, where we will finish up the tournament of action movies. Uh, at this point, you could follow all the guys at Old School Movies, uh, where we've recently recorded an episode with just myself and Heavyset. As well, check out Spearhead Games uh, for to help Phil eat. As for our show, All Beer Inside, on all the social media. As well, don't forget the All Beer Inside YouTube channel, where we are one subscriber away from getting a direct link. And as we say at the end, drink craft, not crap. Here at All Beer Inside Incorporated, we're committed to bringing you the finest of beer tasting shenanigans. During our research and development, we strive to be on the cutting edge of whatever it is we do here. Our latest collection of sounds compiled by randomly singing and insulting each other have been clinically tested to ensure our golden caliber of excellence. And by clinically tested, I mean I got drunk and played them for this guy, Billy, who lives down the street. I think he works in a clinic. You can never tell with Billy. When you are listening to a All Beer Inside podcast, you should be confident of the fact that it is composed of vibrations that form a mechanical wave of pressure and displacement which travel through the air, where they are transmitted to your nerves and then relays information to your temporal lobe is it registered as sound. We guarantee to bring only the finest of beer tasting shenanigans with the comfort of our golden promise. They will always be between 20 hertz and 20 kilohertz, the range of human hearing. Go fuck yourself.